0: Seltzer King's Podcasts. Hey listeners, before we
1: get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs?
0: Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli, and...
2: And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael.
1: And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing.
0: You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network.
1: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys re-watch sex in the city with you. I'm Corey Cavan. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. <laughs> oh, dang. I was so close. And I couldn't help
0: but wonder. I'm Kevin James Toyle. <laughs> Absa fucking I'm John Sieber. There we go. Um, Yeah, this is a, this is a first for the Bradshaw Boys, first it's of a
1: all. Fir- it's a first for the Bradshaw Boys, nine episodes into our heavily structured plan. I'm kind of mm-hmm. glad we're getting out of the way a little bit, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, we so we we just got done recording an episode for this episode we're watching, Turtle and the Hare, mm-hmm. uh, season one, episode nine. Uh, but the conversation was so good and so unique with, uh, with our guests that we wanted to re-record this episode, yeah. JTB, so we could specifically talk about uh, the episode and take a deep dive into what people posted on Instagram, and specifically get into trumpet mushrooms and mm-hmm. uh, all the necessary things you need to explore in this episode. Yep. So true.
3: um so I hope you all enjoyed uh you'll it, you'll enjoy our episode with Lindsay M- Metzler of You probably we already Met-
0: listened to it, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: with uh from We Met at Acme, which is a wonderful pod um and Instagram account and then um and yeah, it's just uh just so much to cover at any at any given moment between all of you wonderful gram followers Mm -hmm. and between um uh the series itself Uh, i'll stop real quick uh please go to itunes and give us five stars and um you know we get we get those things in fits and spurts but if you haven't done it uh, please do it and then uh any, our new patreon, good
0: reviews? any new good reviews that have come in recently i'm
3: gonna look right now i'll also say that our um our patreon has been steadily growing mm. in oh, a yeah, way we, that mm-hmm. makes me feel quite excited
1: we got some
0: new um,
3: patreon friends steadily which
0: is making you grow steadily mm-hmm.
3: you know mm-hmm. if you catch
0: my grift mm-hmm. i catch your grift we griff. got, so we from, got Katie from that one
3: we have uh, two new reviews. One's from Mom Mom Alley.
0: Oh, Mom Alley! My favorite G-H- street.
3: G H F Y H H. Mom Mom Alley Mom Boulevard said, "Just discovered the show. I'm delighted to see. Hey, I love the Gilmore Guys and mm. West Wing Weekly. So if you like those shows, you'll love this one. Fun, nice guys chatting about one of our favorite Aww. shows. Supportive, mm. goofy vibes.
0: Aww." <laughs> Yeah, I would, and then, I would take that. Uh, I like being I like being called fun and nice.
1: Yeah, I like being called supportive and goofy.
3: <laughs> Literally,
0: this is this is the best
3: review we've ever gotten. Literally, the best podcast. Oh, <laughs> there are You're no right? words for how great the boys are. Oh, I listen with headphones when I'm at work, and I'm constantly asked why I'm laughing so hard. Thanks oh. to capitalize the boys for some oh. of the best laughs and for sharing their unique perspectives, and then we got ourselves an emoticon with a wink and a tongue out. Uh, Heck that yeah! That is like that's the craziest, most supportive emoticon you could have put. Mm-hmm. Dude, Damn. how great
0: would you feel if you made someone go to HR because they were they were so inter- like disruptive when they're laughing and snickering? Well, with my friend, uh, my friend Rich Binning, shout
3: out Rich. Shout he, out to uh, Rich. He in in uh, elementary school when he was in the computer lab, they're playing like Oregon Trail and stuff. And they were like, you can bring any music to the to put in the CD-ROM. And so he came and he put <laughs> uh, DC Talk, the Christian band. He mm-hmm. put the CD in the computer and his headphones okay. weren't plugged in. And it was just like this really slow thing, but he was like head, head rocking, like pretending like he was listening to like the heaviest music and everyone in the computer lab could just hear that he was listening to like this, like cheesy Christian (laughs) band. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, everyone looked and then someone came over there, like plugged it in. He's like, I'm still embarrassed over that. So imagine if somebody is listening to our podcast at work and they think their headphones are plugged in. And it's completely quiet, but it's just us, just talking about how how hot we think Kristen Davis is, and talking about our boners and stuff.
0: Dude, that is so <laughs> funny. God. Also, shout out to Oregon Trail, great game. Like, yeah. Oregon, it, Oregon
3: Trail is fantastic.
0: Oregon Trail,
1: I think, is like gone through the generations. Like, all yeah, you what know we to, need to do? I need to. to we need to find
0: Oregon Trail, and we need to we need to make a covered wagon with charlotte carrie samantha and miranda and see which one dies of typhoid see which one dysentery you know, yeah cocks the river and floats it see what yeah. one for fords the river um john let's uh let's talk about the
3: the special thing we have on the horizon the vehicle
0: the special talk- thing on there the, the vehicle pod? i don't i don't yeah, know do. about this you know about it what do you oh the- yeah what is it, this? It, has, it hasn't been cemented yet, but my cousin, shout out to Andrew Cashin, oh, I do uh, know about this. He he, like three years ago, he maybe I've shared this on the pod. He came up with the idea of buying a limo with a group of people, and then the the rule is every tenth time you enjoyed the limo, like you'd go out every weekend, so every tenth week you had to be the chauffeur. And then like, so you get nine weeks of just partying in a limo going around New York City. And then at the 10th week, you have to wear a tuxedo and get a bow tie and drive people around. He executed half of that plan. He bought a limo by himself without 10 people and now is looking for people to drive around in his limo. He has a TV. That TV has a VCR. So uh, Corey, when you're back in the city, we're going to do Bradshaw Boys podcast, throw on your tuxedo. Mm. Roll down the window. We got a Raul. We're gonna cruise around and uh, record a podcast in the back dude, of the limousine. Absolutely. We're,
1: we're doing tux in the city. Can't wait. Tux dude. in the city. Tux in we'll the get city. Some,
0: we'll get some cigars. Are you guys cigar smokers? Probably not.
1: Not really, but I will. I'll do. You it. Have to. I'll, I'll do it for the team. I'll take. I'll take a Cohiba for the team.
0: What is? To- what is big drink in the
1: back of the of, his, of his car? Scotch. Scotch. He's a big Scotch guy. Yeah. We what can do Scotch.
0: I, yeah. I'll get a, some Highland, Some Highland Park. Yeah, and we're gonna just to cruise around looking at the lights, talking about the city. Dude, I gotta mean, get a good photographer, we gotta get like Jeremy to come take pictures and stuff like that, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
3: we'll, we'll see if we can make it a video pod mm-hmm. and uh, we'll and hire Annie Leibovitz to come take pictures. I've right, been we'll inside Annie Leibovitz's house. Did I tell you that? No, no, I walked past uh, her house in the West Village, and my friend who I wrote um, this show with uh. New used to work used to work for her and we just walked by this house and the door was open and annie Leibowitz is inside and my friend was like oh my gosh annie and then we went in and i was like sitting on the couch just in annie Leibowitz's house for That's 10 crazy. minutes she That's brought crazy. me a nespresso
0: nespresso like, whole, she gave mm-hmm. you a machine for stopping by
3: yeah she gave me a whole nespresso machine and i was like <laughs> no i'll only use the breville I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want these pods. I want to
1: make I'm my own. I'm a Brevo Bambino espresso. guy, Kevin. Yeah. You've
0: been really hot, hot to trot on the Brevo Bambino. Yeah, yeah. Big that's time. your
3: that's your espresso machine, right? Yep. I made th- I made three today. Wow. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, I had two so regular you coffees. Need, you didn't need to do your Tony Robbins primer before we started because <laughs> you're all yeah. fucking jacked
3: up. Well, I did. I did two regular like good coffees, and then my afternoon coffee I made a Cafe Bustelo because I hadn't tried and uh what's a cafe Bustuelo? Bustelo.
0: Cafe Bustelo is the yeah the yellow oh, okay with the red top
1: yeah it's like yeah. uh it's like a, a classic like cafe con leche you make that you make it with, with that it's like so very just, dark coffee
3: yeah i just wanted to try i've been drinking only like counterculture fancy coffee and i was like i want to try just like cheap espresso and it's great it's like you know, it's like the difference between like going to like blue bottle or just having like diner coffee. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just want that diner coffee. Dude, sometimes so, you gotta get that diner coffee.
0: I was a fan I of love the Bustelo. Your DC. Yeah. But um
1: what's your favorite kind of mushrooms, everyone?
0: Ooh, that's a great uh that's a great question. We're,
1: we're about to talk about this episode.
0: I mean, I don't like know too many types of mushrooms. I feel like I'll I'll crush a portabella. Mm-hmm. like it, it's like uh yeah. i think the shake shack do like a portobello mushroom sandwich i was just That's gonna say good. that dude
1: the shake shack the shake shack like i it's called like the shack attack or something you can get like the burger with the fried portobello with cheese on mm-hmm. top it's so good yeah
0: but do you know what's delicious is um uh westville there's a chain of restaurants in new york called mm-hmm. westville yep. and they have like a, they have the market board which is just like a bunch of mm-hmm. veggies and you can get the market plate which is three veggies Uh, And they're like mushrooms that they, I think they're just like small mushrooms cooked with like some onions or something like garlic. They're, they're freaking amazing. They're so good.
3: Yeah. I, um, mushrooms are a thing that really add to when you cook them, like they add so much flavor, but I don't know enough about them and how to Mm -hmm. cook with them to really go to turtle level mushroom
2: town. (laughs) Do
0: you know what, do you know where mushrooms are fantastic is on pizzas. Like like, so a mushroom on a pizza. You throw a thing is, of
1: mushroom, mushroom and pepperoni, or I'm a black olive guy on pizza. I'll do a mushroom, absolutely. black olive, pepperoni. So good. Those are just like I think the white button mushrooms that you slice up and yeah. throw them on there. They're so good. They're There's a the
0: documentary that my brother was um telling me about called Fantastic Fungi, which like uh-huh. supposedly is like a revolutionary documentary because they don't like mushrooms are like an in between of the plant. Yeah, they're not a plant. Yeah. Yeah, they there's like, uh, like this weird hybrid between the two. Probably yeah, you probably f- aliens.
1: Yeah, you have to forage for them and they're they're alive. I mean, I guess all plants are alive, but mm-hmm. like there's they have like more of they have like a I think maybe this maybe this is wrong, but like they have like a different version of being alive than like a stalk of asparagus or something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And the way that they the way that they recreate cells I believe is different from how plants do. Plants and animals. We-
0: should we just scrap this whole Bradshaw boys nonsense and start a mushroom podcast? Well, the fun, I mean, the fun listen, guys, we're be, the fun guys. <laughs> we're the, the freaking fun guys. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm going to look like, up on iTunes if there's mushroom podcasts and I'm going to read the top <laughs> review of the of the number one <laughs> All right, mushroom look podcast for that while right. you're doing
3: that. Okay, cool.
0: Okay, are you guys ready? This is this shout out. We're doing this for
3: our main man Turtle. A fungus, plural fungi, funguses, is any member of the group of Eukaryotic organisms that includes microorganisms such as yeasts and molds as well as the more familiar mushrooms these organisms are classified as a kingdom which is separate from uh the life kingdoms of plants and animals but it doesn't say why okay a characteristic that places fungi in a different kingdom from plants and bacteria and some protists fungi like animals are they're absorbing Oh yeah. Okay. So they require their food by acquire their food by absorbing dissolved chemicals. So um, they don't photosynthesize. Okay, and mm. growth is in their means of mobility. So they don't move. They don't need light. That's one thing which most plants need. That's part of photosynthesis. All right.
0: right. Um. So I, I was looking through. Um mushroom podcast, a lot of psilocybin, like magic mushrooms. Yeah, but I've, I discovered one called Micro, Microverse, the mushroom podcast on Kingdom Fungi Podcast Network. And uh, the most recent review is one year ago from Jimmy Cricket, 424. It's a five star review and it's um, it just says great stuff here. So there you Hell go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. Great,
1: great stuff here. Energize your mind, bro. Energize your mind. Energize um, your mind. Get some trumpets. Get some uh, some baby bellas in there. Mm-hmm. Shiitakes. Get some. Uh, get a couple of. I don't know any other mushroom names.
3: What Listen, plants reproduce by both sexual and asexual means, but that's not what spores do. Okay, no,
0: that's not what the that's not what the
3: turtle does. No, um, no, that's actually kind of true. The turtle's not not he he does. His relationships can be sexual and not and asexual. Yeah, his relationship.
1: I would say he's maybe a sapiosexual. I'd say mm. Burner Turtle Top is possibly a sapiosexual, although he he gets into just some like very heterosexual behavior. How yeah. hard he like uh, you know goes after women.
0: That's well. Um, this is funny because we've already watched the episode, but we're still going to take a break and pretend like we're going to go watch it now. Right. Plus, just, plus, we need Katie to do the voiceover. But yep. uh, let's uh, let's hop off here. <laughs> I'm going to actually eat my dinner in this in this small little break that we take. And then oh, we're going to yeah. come back. Eat your dinner. And we're going to talk about turtle in the hair. We're going to talk about vibrators. We're going to talk about the turtle, weddings, and uh, we have a lot of Instagram stuff to go through too. So we will see you all after the break. We'll be back. Boom.
2: Episode 9, The Turtle and the Hare. Carrie is unhappy when Mr. Big tells her he never wants to get married again. Stanford Blatch proposes to her in order to please his grandmother and inherit his part of the family fortune. Samantha's latest pet project is The Turtle, one of New York's most successful yet style-impaired bachelors. Charlotte becomes addicted to a vibrator called the rabbit and the girls stage an intervention. And now back to the boys.
0: And we are back. We're the back. The Hair. There's a, there's a, there's a YouTube video, um, that made the rounds on like Reddit and stuff like that, where they actually did a race and of a tur- a tortoise and a hare. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was very entertaining. It's it was just like the fable, the hare ran ahead and was almost at the finish line, and then got distracted by like the crowd, and just big old slow moving tortoise, just just sure as ever Damn. Awesome. It was really really funny.
1: That's amazing. I mean, it's it's funny. I don't know who wins in this episode of Sex in the City because like the rabbit just gets kind grabbed of and get... stuck. The rabbit gets stuck in a purse, and the turtle's like.
0: Is it called the turtle, turtle and the rabbit? Is that or turtle and the hair? It's called the
1: turtle and the Hare.
0: Oh, maybe yeah. they were making a reference to like um, some of the hairdos and not the not the sex toy. I don't
1: know. Oh, maybe so. Because the hair loses.
0: <laughs> like the the isn't the the whole theme of the fable is don't be hasty.
1: Right. Yeah. It's like slow and steady wins the race. That's where that comes yeah. from, right? Isn't that where slow and steady wins the race comes from?
0: Absolutely. Absol- dude. Aesop was on top of his shit, man. A- Aesop, absolutely.
3: Yeah. It's got to come. From I mean, that. I think. I mean, what, what would the fable be in this? Like, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe the fable is like, you can't have a rabbit. You can't be too sexually pleasured or else like no human being will ever. So you have to be slow and steady with your vibrators.
0: <laughs> keep it on a low, slow setting. Keep it on a, a, steady a low, steady slow setting. Put, put it on the slow cooker. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: listen, That's how just I use eight hours, that. eight hours. And then you're, you're tender
3: and done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I masturbate the way I like tenderness. my pork shoulder. Exactly. Just, just four, just four hours till my penis is nice and tender.
0: And then I and then take I a, a break every once in a while and spray it with some apple cider. Yeah,
1: yeah. You got it. Well, you got to marinate it in its own juices, and then six <laughs> hours later, you can invite all your friends over to enjoy. That's, that's how I do my pork shoulder. Totally. Yeah, man. Uh, if you
0: jackrabbit yourself, you know none of your friends will enjoy it. You won't no, enjoy man. it. You'll be calling
1: all your friends at first, but then they get there and it's like, you're nowhere to be found. What if that yeah. was
0: like, I couldn't help but wonder that Carrie did. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but wonder. I what happens help if a... I masturbated for nine hours straight? <laughs> On a slow, low <laughs> setting.
3: It's so funny. If you want to get your boyfriend into Sex in the City... Then just show him this episode, and he'll be like, "I really related to a Charlotte character because that was um, <laughs> sixth grade to ninth grade. That was uh, every single day I had off school when my parents were home. <laughs> That's I can't so hang funny. out
1: tonight. I need to. Uh...
3: Yeah. I think the rec- I think there was one time when I was in like seventh grade. I like when I first started. I think I masturbated like to completion like eight times in a day. What? Jeez." I yeah. just don't.
0: Work. I'm not built like that, man. Molly Sims
3: and to- Brooke Burke. Shout out. Shouts out to Wild on E for helping me get there. <laughs> do you remember that show? No. I, that's like that That like shows our age gap, I think. I remember
1: it, but it was like not a formative thing. I feel like mine was like Daisy Fuentes on uh, MTV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Daisy seems... Fuentes was later on like America's Funniest Home Videos, I think.
0: Who, who do you think in the group? I mean, this is a dumb question. Like, like I was going to say, who do you think masturbates the most? Out of the three you of us, might say Samantha. Oh, I mean, she's probably.
1: <laughs> Did you hear what I said? No, I was like, out, of out of us. I was like, out of the three of us.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, no, on knows? the show, like, which character do you think masturbates the most? And mm. I, I'm not sure if it's Samantha because Samantha's getting it from other places. I th- like, I think it's. I think realistically, uh, Miranda.
3: I think Miranda. I think
1: probably Miranda. Yeah, I mean, Miranda was the one in the in the talk where. She was the one that was like, I think, like touting the rabbit more than anyone in the talk. Mm. I think it's her. What, I think th- also Miranda's oh, yeah, like got to be who efficient.
0: Yeah, she's the one. Yeah, who had she's had it, one yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah.
3: Well, because when you think about it, it takes a lot of uh, one of the one of the uh, upsides, but diminishing returns of masturbating is that you know it's like it's functional. You don't have to. So you don't have to. I mean, they kind of talk about this with Charlotte, but it's like you don't have to deal with like any discomfort. You don't have to like go buy drinks and see if you're into the person or whatever. You just do it and then you you're you're whatever. And I feel like Miranda probably doesn't. She's not as romantic as Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Right. She's not as just like driven by sex as Samantha. And -hmm. she's not quite as open as Carrie is even with her schedule. So I think it's, I bet it, I, I bet she wouldn't talk about it as much, but I think if you go numbers, she'd be the most yeah. prone to be like, I don't have time for bullshit. I just got to rub one out. Yeah, yeah I think it's kind of like. During the
0: weekends, I'll go on dates. I'll pursue, I'll pursue relationships on the weeknight. Mama, like mama doesn't have time to cook. She's got Chinese food and a vibrator. Right. And like yeah, in her, her, her English shows.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of like Starship Troopers, like a movie like that, where like gender is normalized and it's like men and women are still separate, but they shower together and like they have equal strength. Miranda is just like, I make as much money as you. I got to do stuff and I have to get this done. I put numbers on the board and then I go to bed (laughs) and I wake up and crush it the next day. She's just like, it's all clockwork, all of it, all the time.
0: Numbers on the board is such a good mood. phrase. Like that's such a good <laughs> it's, way of describing Miranda.
1: It's, it it is. Miranda's numbers on the board 100 percent What's her
0: conversation with Skipper like about her masturbation habits?
1: <laughs> I bet I bet Skipper's like, well, I gotta get in the mood. You know, there's like certain she's like, Skipper, there's no mood. There's a clock, and you gotta sure. beat that clock. All right. Once a week you can extend the clock. And that's when you hit your three-point jumper, okay? That's but right.
3: Otherwise, you got to hit that clock because you got to get back. You got to write some briefs. Come
1: on, that's Skipper, really, get yeah. your stu- get that's it together. Legal
0: briefs to check out. That's so funny. Yeah,
3: like, all put nice. an extra finger in there and shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> um. So th- this this episode starts with the ladies at a wedding, and I have a couple observations about this wedding. First of all, like I know it's a TV show, we we all know it is, but like whoever did the seating chart in this wedding did Yeah, pretty bad. And, Absolute awful job, and like the seating chart is a very stressful part of a wedding. Yeah. You're
1: yeah. the only get, one of us that has, has had a wedding and invited people and done all of that. That's I mean, so Katie and I got no, he's the only <laughs> one who's completed a wedding, yeah.
3: I sent out invitations,
0: yeah, yeah. Did, but you you do didn't, a, did you get to a seating chart? Did you get to a seating chart?
3: No, that's the night that we broke up,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, if, if yeah, if your relationship didn't <laughs> we make it past the wedding, the seating wedding, chart, yeah, the seating chart is, is, is like. <laughs> If there's one thing that that, <laughs> that shows you how important wedding, it is. It's is really, like, yeah, we got in two major fights during our wedding. The first was whether or not Harlan J. Alford, guest of the pod, could uh, was, was dancing in the ceremony. And the second was the seating chart. Like the seating chart, there's a lot of stakes and you and like it's when you really start protecting your side mm. of the family and your friends and you just want everyone to have a really good best time. time. Um, but yeah, they, they they did it like they they were they were with some random. They were with Turtle, and there was like a kid there, and then the four of them. It was just like nah.
1: Carrie lives. No Carrie happened. lives in this, especially in the first season. She lives in this weird Manhattan where everyone knows each other, and you see people on the street, which like we do that, but it's like she just is like, oh, everyone was invited to this wedding. This was this woman who. All the usual suspects were there, but it doesn't that never rings true of like this was my big friend group. So like it's basically like she's like we were the witches of Eastwick at this wedding and we just got put with a bunch of randos. It's a bunch of finance guys and all these women that hate them and like that kind of thing.
0: I mean, yeah, she said it was a hundred thousand dollar wedding, too. So everyone would probably have a plus one. Like I'm thinking, right. Like Carrie would have brought big and it would have been if it was a hundred thousand dollar wedding, at least back then. Hundred K won't get you super far in New York nowadays. Like, I don't know. They would have been. It would have been fancier. There would have been dates. There would have been like. It would have been really nice. Uh, Yeah, but they also didn't seem like super fun at the wedding. Like, I feel like weddings are like guests' time to like let it all out, especially friend group weddings in New York. Like, some of the best nights of uh, in memory are like just like forty of your closest friends just going Mm -hmm. crazy at a wedding venue. Yeah, yeah. I've only. I feel, Kevin, I feel like to, Kevin has a hot take that he's holding back on. Yeah, what's your? No. what's
1: your? What do
3: you have a hot take? No, I don't. Um, I don't. I I I don't so think I fucking wedding I never got should, to mine.
0: <laughs> I, my wedding broke up on the seating chart night, and I don't. I don't ever <laughs> want to talk about it again. Can we talk about Skipper again? Thanks. No. Um,
3: <laughs> no. Um. I think that they should have been better guests at the wedding. A wedding is what you make it. As far as fun. You know, yeah, that's true. and I, I feel like, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be a little more into it. And these ladies definitely could have stepped up their game. Yeah, best, that's best wedding
0: song off the top of your head. What is like an absolute must, must, must play wedding song? I mean, I, I think
3: one of the most recent ones into the pantheon that just like it came out and the next day it was a classic is uh, is Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk. Uptown
0: Funk.
1: I, oh, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. That's the best one. You know what
0: makes me nervous about weddings is like when you do the the line dancing songs, like two steps now, one Mm -hmm. slide to the left, cha cha slide. Like when, all right, all right, yeah, the cha cha slide. When do you learn how to do that? Because I never learned how to do it, and then I try to join in, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Did I miss like the rest of the world learning how to do the cha cha slide? Did you watch YouTube videos in the cha cha slide? Where, where, what happened there?
1: I've never learned when I was in middle school, they taught but us everyone knows do, it. I know. Like they did a, they, they did a thing in one of my gym classes one time about the electric slide. Um, but the cho which like, I don't know, but I don't know. That's the only time anyone's ever done a line dance. I had a friend that grew up in a town in Tennessee where line dancing was like a big thing. And like, you would go to the club, but it was like a cowboy club and they would play, like hip hop songs, but there were line dances to it. And so that's where all these people learned it. But like I have just like everyone like, at the club every, learned it there. I have no idea. Every
0: like, wedding I go to, everyone <laughs> knows how to do the cha-cha slide. And it's like I am I had to have, I, it's like I missed the, the two days I missed in school where how to use commas correctly in sentences and the cha-cha slide because I have no idea how to do either of those things.
1: It's funny. I know how to do one of those. I know how to like, I'm very good at commas. Don't Gosh, know how to you, do line dances.
0: Can you? How can you teach me? We'll talk after the show. No, we can talk. about you we do do the chicken dance?
3: I
1: know yeah, to do, do the comment, chicken
0: dance because I've been to a baseball game and I've watched a mascot do it. Okay. Well, that's uh, like cha-cha slide. Um, I can't be alone in this. There has to be a listener. Yeah. It's like I also have no idea what the fuck people are doing, and I just try, but then it gets to the point where, like, you always start where you're in the back, mm-hmm. but it always like turns. And then you're in the front. And, and, then, and then you're not enjoying the
3: wedding. You're just you're just like, fuck, don't mess up.
0: That, and mm-hmm. I just walk away. Or I just like yeah. pretend like I, I, it's just really nerve-wracking.
1: Slide to the left, don't ah. slide to the right, don't. steps now. don't.
3: Yeah. It's All right, I, I, This it's anxiety inducing. This this is pretty great, what we have right here. This is very good because and who knows, maybe big doesn't want to get married again for this very, let's just pretend this is the reason that he's like, I don't want to have the conversation, whether cha-cha slide should be (laughs) on the DJ list. And I don't want everyone going through this anxiety of the dance, but uh, it says big says he's never getting married again. Carrie says, could I date a man who would never get married? And our poll of thousands of people responses, 52% Yes. 48% 48% no
0: Ooh. with margin
3: of error right there. That's a coin flip. Yeah. That is mm. like, that is 100% down the line. I'm going to pose
1: a question to our listeners that we don't know the answer to, but Hey, maybe messages on Facebook, Facebook. What am I talking about? Uh, Shoot Instagram a what I mean. Hey, listen, uh, create a Bitly and, uh, send ask it to Jeeves. a random email. Yeah. Ask Jeeves. um, But I think that some of that is possibly people saying I could date a man who could never get married again, but maybe even subconsciously wondering if they could change that as they in a long-term relationship. And I don't, I'm not saying that I'm not trying to like say you want to change men, but I think sometimes people get into a relationship saying, listen, listen, i just want to be with you. And then you get comfortable with someone in a relationship and you're like, what are we doing? Why don't we just get married? Like, I think people think they don't care. And then when they're with the right person, they want to like lock it down. Cause well, you like I that do, person.
3: I do think there is something to that, Corey, because, because I do think that there is like a, um, I don't know, like all good wisdom is not prescriptive, but is not just like, you know what you got to do? Uh, I'm John. Like you got to wait till you see someone at your work and then go ask them out if they're cute. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you couldn't explain how you and Katie met each other and you don't, but there is wisdom that you can give out. And so I do think that Mm -hmm. the wisdom is like, there is a certain point at which she would need to leave big and just be like, or any person would have to be like, you don't want to be married. That's fine. But you don't want to do it so early that, even if the person says, I'm never gonna do that again, there is a certain amount of exploratoriness in dating. Yeah. That that you can still do. Even if a person said, I'm never gonna have kids and you want kids. I don't necessarily think that you have to self-eject right then because you're like, we're on different pages. Mm-hmm. But there would be a point at which that growth or that would never change, but you also can't get to know that person and then hold it against them later if they do change. But uh, it's just, well, I think it's interesting
0: with big too, because he, like he may be saying like, I never want to get married again. And he is specifically talking about his experience with marriage, which was with someone in which he grew a part of and ended up cheating on and didn't have a good marriage. And, like what he what he might not be saying or actually realizing at the time is that he had a limited understanding of what marriage was and he's not willing to have that marriage again because he obviously doesn't believe that he says it and somebody even says in the comments like his actions don't follow a line with his words but mm-hmm. like i think it's also important to know in relationships people Only know what they know, what they've experienced. That's true. So someone could say, like, I don't like, especially if they've been married, they could be like, "Ah, I never want to get married again. And like, time heals all wounds. Like, yeah, maybe Mm. they got out of a shitty relationship, and like, you are the person that like makes them feel better, makes them feel complete, and like makes them want to be married again. So, Mm. I mean, I'm I'm actually like kind of torn by this too, because there's a part of me that's like, yeah, Carrie he's if you want to be married and he says no that's not a match Mm
2: -hmm. but there's
0: another part of me that's like he might not know what it is he wants and he's just saying something that is very easy for him to say which is like i tried it i don't want to do it again Mm -hmm. and we know as the story goes along that like yeah he does want to get married again he marries natasha and then he marries carrie so it's like he's not even close to being done with marriage
1: there's, yeah. That's an interesting thing just for people in general where you... I think that we hold a thing in society about how certainty is like... <clears throat> there, there was a podcast on this. I wish I could remember where what it was but they were
3: basically like is it Renegades it? the Bruce Springsteen Barack Obama podcast
0: that's what it is it's the first okay.
3: episode and they talk
1: you about sure it wasn't
0: the, the mushroom podcast that I just read the reviews on it, it's
1: also on that it's the episode <laughs> about Woodier versus versus uh, lamb's tongue but it's, yeah. it's
3: on both of those they're both very insightful are you but, sure it's not from South Slope smokers <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you mean the, the people we're going to partner with they gave us the the DVDs I think it's on yeah, yeah. I, yeah I think it's on their uh, Australian Ramshorn uh strain podcast. I think it's on that one. <laughs> sativa. Yeah, it's a sativa. It's an indicot blend but mostly sativa. But um no, but there was this one podcast and they basically talked about how we value in our society people that are like I never change my mind. I know mm. what I think and I hold to it and they were like if you do a poll of most people Most people change their mind as they become more informed. And that is actually a more rational way of living. And we hold this thing, especially in a society right now where we're very opinionated and we're like, this is what I think. It's like, they're like, no, most people don't do that. Most people say something and then they get information and they weigh it out to their lives and they're like, oh, actually, this is what works. And most people are much more malleable than they let on. And it's usually a usually a good thing. Like it's basically just the definition of understanding. So it's like,
0: yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to that, like normalizing being wrong that like, mm-hmm. I really, really love. Like, yeah, being wrong is great because then you get to absorb new information and change and then be better. So right. yeah, uh, that that's, that's super interesting. I can't wait to check out the South Side smokers podcast. Dude, South it, Park
1: also the strain is like the strain hits really
3: hard. It's really good. <laughs>
0: I think that what,
3: um and i think this is the case with some of the characters throughout the show but um what ends up happening in life is like you have your expectations and your your wants and then they meet head to head with other people's but then also with with just um the conveyor belt that life is you know so it's like having kids or getting bored with wanting to have kids or just like getting bored with like, what do you do with your time? Like I heard someone that was just like the main reason to have kids is cause like when you get older, that's just something to do. And they're like, people think that that is like a bad reason to have kids, but they're like, it's actually a perfectly legitimate reason to be like, yeah, you, that's just gives you something to do that is more mm-hmm. meaningful than other things that you can do. Yeah. Um, right. And so I do think there, one of the things that like Big does, it, it, and you can take Natasha out of this, but with Carrie, it's sort of like the conveyor belt of life goes by and then he's just like, okay, well, you have this decision you can make. You can continue to spend time with this person that you care about and that you have this connection with, mm-hmm. or you cannot, but you can't ever stay in the same place place ever you're you're never just like like you don't get to like hang out and make tomato sauce and just be like what i just have this great flirtatious banter at all times with this person who comes in and out of my life as i choose and i feel like a lot of big situation is like he had to i don't know just like reckon with another human being rather than be like i got my money i got my place i get to do life exactly how i want it if you got to choose that then, like, he wouldn't get to be with the girl that constantly um, he finds that he's in love with. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, it, like, brings up a thing where, like, it's also the timing of things, that, like, relationships evolve, where I think Big is in a very good spot at this point, but, like, eventually that relationship's gonna evolve to where he can't just make tomato sauce and, like, muse Mm -hmm. and flirt, you know? Like, they both have to move to another thing. I, there's some. I'm I'm like full of great things that I don't know how to cite tonight. But uh, there's a thing <laughs> where it's like it's like um, there's something like all relationships are like all relationships are in motion, and all relationships mm. like I the, love that de- the definition. There's a, there's a better word for emotion that I'm not like quoting right from it, but it's like they're all going somewhere, and yeah. so they can't just be static, you know. Mm. And like you see that with carrying big and any of these that's like what ends up i think i feel like you see that in new york a ton where it's like and new york is a place that exacerbates it where it's like hey my lease is ending what are we doing you know mm-hmm. like it moves people to different places
3: do you know what i think is cool <clears throat> and this is a, you know it's cooler than that a trillion dollars Whoa, okay 1.9 <laughs> okay so i think that um That's one of the special things about um, friendship, and that's like what is kind of cool about the show is like you get the Carrie Big, Carrie Aiden storyline, but the thing that keeps you going throughout the series is the friendships. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you just said about relationships, Corey, that I think it doesn't make friendships better or worse. It just makes friendships are a special type of relationship that does not constantly need definition and doesn't need to be going anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you can, you kind of don't need to have a DTR with friendships. Mm -hmm. They can, they can be more like more fluid and up and down and just have a consistency that like a romantic relationship can't have and shouldn't have because friendships aren't as intimate either. So you share more with those, but there is something special with friendships that it's like it doesn't always have to be going somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, besides just like yeah. what it is. I mean, some I mean, some can. There's. I'm sure that you could drill down. And you're like, well, but no, but I don't you're know. Right?
1: Like, I mean, I think the three of us, like our relationships, um, are you know. Like Kevin, we met through friends that were like, you both do comedy. And like, we've had projects that have been like, oh, let's do this show. Let's do this podcast. Mm -hmm. And like John, the same with me and you, but there was never a thing. You're right. Where we got to be like, what are we doing in this friendship? It's more just like, sometimes we're hanging. Sometimes we're doing projects. Also that Mm -hmm. quote, I found out it's all relationships are teleological. It's Mm -hmm. by Donald Miller, the author. But, um, what's
3: teleological mean?
1: it means all relationships are essentially on like a forward moving timeline. Mm. So like there's, which I guess if you look at that in like the friend, the friend thing, they're not on, there's no ticking like countdown essentially. But like the three of us, our relationships have definitely changed
3: over the past
1: five, six, however many years. I was hoping that our
0: relationships would end in a triple friendship wedding.
3: Oh my
1: gosh! That's what
0: what our live shows are. Oh my gosh!
1: (laughs) That's what when we when things open up again and we start doing live shows, which we will do, every live show is going to be us getting married to each other in front of an audience.
0: That's what it is. I I would love that because there's so many great bakeries in this neighborhood of like (laughs) these wedding these wedding cakes that they have are so fun. It'll have like the whole wedding party on like a suspension bridge. I just want (laughs) to get that with us. And, have, and bring it to our live show.
1: God, I would love to, that. In order
0: to get invited to our wedding, you have to be a patron. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Patrons uh, only at
1: the wedding.
3: No,
0: I'm kidding. Dude, am I going to have to divorce Katie in order to get married to you, to get friendship married to you guys? Nah, dude,
1: you just open it up. Open up that relationship. Get Katie in there. It's the best.
3: Yeah. No, I think it's just us. Sh- the To be legally married, we just have to all share a Costco membership or just something like that. Yeah, just so add us guys, on your chart. You guys, get, you guys
1: can get. You guys can get. You guys can get on my uh, new Delta Reserve card. I'll add you as a uh, as trusted members. We'll just add you each can, other on our cards. You can join my
0: Costco. Yeah, because I'm a, yeah. I'm a, like a gold star or whatever it's called. Executive. So oh, heck yes. Let's uh let's move um, to
3: this second tier part of this question, which was when Samantha okay, cool. says, "Oh, just be cool. You don't care." Uh, then he'll wonder why you don't, which will make him realize that he does. And then it's a whole new ball game because I actually do think that that is like simultaneously true and has some wisdom in it. And also the definition of like playing games, but there is a lot of truth to that, that it's like if a person is just like, whatever one thing that you can do, I guess there's a difference between playing a game or being grounded in who you are and be like, you know what, like this person shouldn't, I shouldn't give all myself to this person so that they realize how much they appreciate me. And then you have to advocate for yourself a little more than just like doing bullshit after that to like use it as a trick. Yeah. But initially to do that, she is right. What do you guys think? Well, I, the thing you bring about playing games is really interesting because like, there's a thing
1: where people talk about, they're like, they're like, No games, you know, like, I don't want any games, which is like true. You don't want to manipulate people, but there is a playfulness in the beginning of some relationships that could be looked at. There's like a, there's a playfulness. And there's also a set of boundaries that you can have with someone where it's like, it can actually lend to what you're supposed to do at the beginning of relationship. Like I think sometimes people are like, no games. It's so they're like, we'll just sit down and we'll just do business. We'll talk about what our expectations are, which like could be healthy, but also you can definitely talk a thing to death. Like sometimes you have to experience who you are, and sometimes flirting doesn't necessarily need to be mean games. But like flirting can kind of be like, yeah, whatever. Like we don't have to decide everything now. Let's just like have a good yeah. night. Leave a little bit of mystery there we don't need to lead each other on and make each other jealous, right. but like, you don't have to have everything spelled out at the beginning. What do y'all think about that?
3: Yeah. I think, playing
0: I think for the most part relationships that this is a, this is a big generalization. So here yeah. we go cool. relations that like relationships that succeed are generally just very easy. And I feel mm-hmm. like games are, are layers that complicate and make relationships difficult. Mm-hmm. And like oftentimes when people are like, I don't know if it's right. Like, I don't know. Like occasionally when people come to me advice, I look at the relationship. I'm like, is it easy? Is it like, mm-hmm. is it low maintenance? Is it like mm-hmm. a simple thing to navigate? Then mm-hmm. it's probably a good relationship. But if you are like having to like read a playbook or or like try to like like approach this like game theory and you have to like go like uh, like metagame it and like do all these things i'm like what does that say about the relationship what is it like relationships are not that complex um Mm. so big generalization i tend to think like in the early stages of relationship if there's like some flirting going on and all that stuff but like when it comes to a serious relationship I don't know. Like someone in the comments says, like, what does it say about your relationship if you have to use reverse psychology? Like, that's a tactic mm. you use on a kid. And, um, that those relationships, for the most part, once again, big generalization, every relationship is different. Those relationships seem a little bit more childish than the, serious.
3: The only pushback I would say, which is not a, which, which is like basically with the, with, not applied to Carrie, but with what Sam is saying, I do think that you have to be prepared to like, let the person go. Like with anything, you have to be prepared to like live just life in general with like open hands. But I do think that she is right in that. Like you kind of have to, I mean, what it's gotta be a movie or something, but like when you like, it's, it's like, think about Las Vegas. It's like, you have to be able to walk away from the table, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have to expect that, like, hey, w- whatever, like, n- that's where it cannot be a game. Like, hopefully, the person will then appreciate oh, yeah. you if if there is something there. But you do have to be prepared to walk away. And yeah. I think that there's some truth that it's like that is a lot of time in like any romantic comedy movie. That's like the running running through the airport or like yeah. anything like that is usually that moment where it's just like, holy shit. I was stressed out. I broke up with you because like, I'm, i was, I was stressed out, but like, I do want you. And I do think there's some truth to like forcing those moments when you realize like, what, what do you really want? Yeah. But I don't, I, I do understand everything you're saying is true, John too. Yeah.
1: But I was I'd like in that same vein, like John, if you think, let's say you've got a couple things going on at the beginning of a relationship. And then at some point someone's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we just clarify something? And then you sort of talk and get on the same page. And you're like, I'm not meaning to like, I don't, I don't, I know that we're not going to, I don't know if we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lead you on, but I really like where we are now. Can we just keep doing this? Like, I think if, if there's a moment of people clarifying things, mm-hmm. but allowing to still have fun it seems like that would make things better, like to just kind of cut through things.
0: I lost, I lost you there for a second. I'm going to say yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're on the same page. We had a communication breakdown, and now we're clearing it up. You know, that's what it is. We just illustrated what it is. The
0: internet is our, is our big and (laughs) uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup and now we're just saying yes.
1: Yeah. We're just saying yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk about Samantha's quote. Um, he's a cute little fixer-upper. Carrie, sweetie, he's a man, not a brownstone. Is it possible to remake a man? 22% said yes. 78% said no. People DM'd saying uh, in terms of clothing and stuff like that, but not in values. I think that's
1: correct. I
3: agree with that as well.
0: Yeah. I think it
3: is a dangerous game, famous short story about hunting humans. Um, to try to change somebody, I mean that's ultimately what was the breakdown of my engagement that you guys maliciously joked about earlier. No, I'm
2: kidding. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. We, we um, joked
1: about the wedding.
3: We didn't joke about the engagement.
1: Yeah, we'd never joke was, about that because it never happened. I'm sorry. Um,
3: no, no. But what
1: sacred. led
3: to it was was. Now that I'm far enough apart from it that like I can process it is that she wanted to change me. That's what I was focused on at the time. I was like, she wants to fucking change me and I won't change. But now I'm farther away and I'm like, oh yeah, like I wanted to change her too. Not, Mm. not act, maybe not actively by being like change these things, but by not, by me not changing and being like, you have to accept me. That is me being like, oh, one day you have to change in what you want in a person. Mm-hmm. And it was just two people wanting the other to change. Mm-hmm. And now we're able to like be friends and be able to like, we, we got dinner like a, like a year ago because we were both at a party and then we left and got dinner. And both of us were like, that's like really funny that we thought that we should have been married. But it was basically us both being able to be like, yeah, neither of us, w- both of us wanted each other to change. Mm-hmm. rather than just accept like we're we're two cool people but that's what's difficult when you're in a relationship you can love someone and then come to terms with the fact that they're not going to change this one part that you really need in a person yeah, mm. Totally. so but you know like she I love mushrooms and she but she accepted my breath for what it was yeah are you guys ever nervous you have bad breath
0: yeah if, yeah, I, don't I, enough, am, if I don't drink enough water I get bad w- breath
1: water's the main thing Water, I've, 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 I've looked it up and read stuff and they're like, a lot of times you say you have coffee breath. It's that coffee's the last thing in your breath, but you're dehydrated. You just need really? to like drink some water. Yeah. yeah drink some water, like get stuff
0: off your palate. Yeah. If I don't drink enough water, like I start to get that dry mouth and yeah. then I can smell it. And then you put on your, your COVID mask. Oh, it that's rec- what the, it recirculates in your nose. And you're like, oh, fuck, it's the worst. Whoever wants to be near me ever. I know. And that I has know. to be like morning breath is too right you just haven't had any water on your on your in your mouth all i guess night. that's
1: what it is and also your mouth ma- i don't know has your mouth just been closed for eight hours maybe not because most people I sleep, with sleep with their mouths mouth wide
0: open i get all those spiders to crawl in there
1: oh dude i love that i love that you're so full of protein from eating spiders at night
0: oh yeah man i'm just a yeah, spider right. eating daddy dude you might have mushrooms
1: crawling in your mouth we already established they're not just like regular vegetables maybe they crawl
0: Could you imagine if you woke up to a trail of (laughs) mushrooms moving in your mouth?
1: It'd be like Alice in Wonderland. That'd be incredible. You'd be like, whoa. It'd be like like
0: Kevin the other night being scared to walk across the length of his apartment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dude, how amazing. This is one thing. This is a complete, this is a two-star tangent. But how amazing that like. You know how you know how community would do those themed episodes where they yeah. would do like the we- western paintball episode. Mm-hmm. How much of a bummer is it that Sex and the City didn't dive hard into the genre stuff like they did with that one where they go into like the weird circus theme, but like they should have just gone full on into an Alice in Wonderland episode. Oh like yeah. They should have just gone so hard into genre parody in a couple of theirs. I it agree. So I, good.
3: I, that'd be awesome if they did like the magic school bus and then like went into like a penis <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> and Sam just shows him around. She's like, this is called the Vasta Friends. They're like, Dude, what's this? And they're like, Miranda, they like, they built the Miranda here. Miranda's
0: Miss Frizzle. Yeah. <laughs> who, would be would the, be Frizzle. who would be the, like the little lizard? And yeah, they could fly into Stanford's ear.
3: <laughs> I feel like Stanford would be the little like gay lizard. <laughs> yeah,
0: he would. He'd he would be, be, be
3: like the gay best friend lizard.
0: He would be on Dude. Carrie's
3: shoulder. Yeah.
0: Would it, be, would it be the bus that she's on the side of with the dick drawn on the side? Yeah. That's the magic school bus. Yeah. Dude, so, we and need then we're just to make, like, yeah. We need to make that ma- match up. Dude, I, it's, it's,
3: it just seems like, well, it's exciting to, I don't know, with all the, with all the stuff that's out now, I like, I don't know if there's just like a grand th- sex show that like really like so many things including this podcast talk about sex and relationships that i'm like i don't know like what tv show is there that does what sex and the city does because i was like it would be cool if there was something like sex and the city now that also wasn't bound as much by reality they could do stuff like that i don't
1: even mm-hmm. know what
0: shows deal or no deal
1: blue deal Bloods. No deal. blue <laughs> bloods that's what they talk about at dinner every friday Oh man! Hey, let's hit this. Let's hit this poll question because we talked. We talked a little bit about it with uh Lindsay we <laughs> about Acme.
3: Let's hit this poll question <laughs> and then pass it around. Bro, pass that poll. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> it's
1: fucking good um, shit. <laughs> shout um, out to South
0: to, South Park Slope Smokers.
1: Yeah, uh, dude, dude. South Park, like Park Slope Smokers. South Slope Smokers is that the name of the podcast?
0: South Slope Smokers.
1: South Slope Smokers. Find them on iTunes. They said they were going to start. I a did. Podcast. Not, they didn't upload. They didn't it. start
0: it. Oh, yeah, they're too high. Yo, let's
2: hit this uh, poll question.
1: Let's hit this poll question, everyone. In a city of great expectations, is it time to settle for what you can get? Hell yeah! No, I don't <laughs> think you se- uh,
3: <laughs> I don't. It's not that you never settle, but. If you're saying, if you if you're thinking in your mind like, am I settling? Like, you have one life, you can't that can't be the thing you lead with of settling. You can say like, you know what, it's time to settle down because like I want right. to have kids right. or like I I want, can't go out as much. But if you're like, am I settling? Then it's like we're on the wrong track.
0: I think yeah, you're I in mean, a, I think it's yeah, a bad move. Settling down and settling is is something two very different things, and it's like. I would never ever tell my friends to just settle like i think like that is i don't know that that is thinking so little of your friends i would never Mm. tell my friends that i'll never tell my children that i'll never tell like anyone i respect and value that they should settle i would tell them that they're great and wonderful and they can do like they can accomplish and get great things Mm. how do you tell the difference
1: between settling and settling down That's my question, bro. Great question.
2: There we go. I'll answer it.
3: If you're, if you're, if you're smoking out of a bong, then Mm. it's it's time to
0: settle down and grow up. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. If you're at Freddy's at seven in the morning, smoking cigarettes inside, drinking whiskey, it's time to settle down. (laughs) demanding um, that people do people do karaoke yeah but 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 settling implies that you in the back of your head could have done better Ooh. that you are going to live the rest of your life saying i should have been with this person or i should <laughs> have done this or i should be here and mm. in the back of your head will have, be that germ that says i didn't do it because instead, I just settled, and I think there's going to be a lot of issues that arise from that and cause a lot of problem, problems. You in your are life. on
3: the pathway to resentment.
1: Exactly.
0: Do you
3: do you think some people
1: are more self disposed to that? Do you think some some people like expect more from a partner? I, I think I think they do. I think some people are genuinely more critical of themselves and a partner, and I think that's maybe tougher for people to get over than others. I think there's some people that are more predisposed to predisposed the word predisposed towards just being like, this is it. We like yeah. settle in. We're going to do it. But do you think other people are more predisposed to like asking questions?
0: I think so. Yeah.
3: I think that I, I, I think that, um, expectations, um, In life, going with the flow, um, and being, I think somebody who's adaptable, Mm -hmm. um, that's like one of the, that's what I've seen in my parents' marriage that has been really good and also not just their marriage, but like the way that they've, stuff we've gone through as a family, like having parents that are able to be adaptable to different situations, I think has been really good and I've seen it from them as a source of comfort as their son to just be like wow I really am always proud and comforted by my parents when they're like go with the flow like it's going to be okay and can see the future and I think part of that is expecting that bad things are going to happen and that Mm -hmm. life has different things like you're never going to come to this place where you're like oh I'm happy Mm -hmm. and so I think like That is just a quality that is about not like living in the moment or something, but just realizing like, like you're never going to be totally satisfied. You're like pipes are going to break and like you're not going to have enough money and this things are going to happen. And like, and I feel like if you have too many, I mean, Charlotte's a great example. Mm -hmm. If you have too many strict expectations, like you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah and i think charlotte is the type of person who that exact thing happened to her and then thankfully we have the rest of the series where she was able to deal with that
1: totally Mm. yeah that's a great point Um, life is a highway
0: life is a highway um unfortunately that's uh we have to settle and and uh and the podcast
3: and just listen the only thing we didn't cover was the was the rabbit but you people don't want fifteen minutes of us three guys talking about girls using <laughs> we vibrators. We also talked
0: a little You're bit about, about Lindsay it a little time. bit. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm yeah. The, uh, up top, but um, thank you I will so say much. This, for I've never
3: used a sex toy on myself, but
0: haven't you humped a mattress though? Yeah, yeah,
3: I had sex with a mattress, but that's not a sex toy. That's just a, a bed that was at a La Quinta <laughs> Inn. I would say that's a sex mattress. I just, I want. What is the most popular guy sex toy? What would flashlight. the guy's version
0: of the rabbit be? I don't know. The flashlight? Probably a
1: flashlight. Yeah, yeah, the
0: flashlight. <clears throat> um,
3: well, that's what we want to say. We are uh, sponsored this podcast by the makers of the rabbit and they've endorsed us. We've got molds of our penis. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so...
0: Kevin's is the Garth, of course. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's the, the garth. garth. Yeah, the Garth. Oh, man. Um... That's why you you don't
3: want 15 minutes of us talking about sex toys.
0: Thanks so much for joining us. Check out our Patreon for um, all of the even episodes. Episode uh, 10, season one, episode 10 will be going up on the Patreon. Uh, And join us over there. We do a lot of bonus episodes and uh, fun announcements and things like that. And uh, we love y'all. We love you As we said, go go leave us a review. Give us a five Cosmo. Uh, send us uh, a voicemail, an email, and uh, participate in the Instagram polls so we can uh, talk about uh, what you are thinking on the Instagram. Yeah, and, hit uh, us up. Hit us up. All right. What else? We should We it. hit Corey.
1: Oh man, it wasn't turned up. <laughs> uh, let's hit. Uh, you know, I will say we really do. We really do answer voicemails and stuff. So send us some voicemails. Send us. Uh, send us some emails. Send us some females and uh we will uh send us some mails send us some uh b-mails <laughs> i don't know i was trying to play life as a highway and i was just really killing time there <laughs> didn't really work my, my phone won't work later taters all right later taters
2: The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The
0: Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.